So it's uh, I think it was I forgot what day with this last week. Uh, maybe it was Friday. I was driving back. I had I was at the hospital and was driving back, and uh, and it was right around uh, dismissal time. Maybe our, our dismissal is like at two thirty from the school, and there's always a long car line uh, waiting to pick the kids up. And 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 I pulled in probably around maybe two forty-five because most of the line was gone. And so as I, I pull in, you, you can't go straight through in front of the church here. You have to turn right into the lot and go across because that's what you do for the car line. And there were still cars coming out this way. So I had to turn right. And, and as soon as I turned right, uh, I had to stop because somebody had stopped uh, in the car line. And I'm like, what's this? What this is? This is crazy. Nobody, nobody stops in the car lane. That's like a no, rule number one. You know, you just don't do that. So uh, I, I stopped, and the person didn't move. And so I, I said, oh, I'll, just go, I'll go around. And as I, I went around, I gave them my little stare of death, like, what are you doing? And uh, kept going. And they must, it, it, you know, as I, as I looked, I, I could see why they had stopped. They were, they were texting, all right? Something important had come up, and they had, they had to text. So you know there was a, they were distracted, and uh, so I just went, and I, they must have seen me look because all of a sudden they uh, moved and and got in the, and got in the flow of the line. And, and so I think about that. You know, we we so a lot of a lot of people text while they drive, which you know is illegal and. Uh, not a good thing. Did you know this is, it has nothing to do with my homily? I was I doing some. I was reading up on texting and driving. That uh, the majority, of the ten percent of the fatalities in, in car accidents are from uh, distracted driving, and that if you uh, look down at your phone for five seconds, let's say you're going seventy-five miles an hour down Randall Road, okay. <laughs> <laughs> And that's, that's not, I've seen it, you know. All right, I may have done it, I don't know. Uh, 75 miles an hour for five seconds looking at your phone, you've gone the length of a football field, 100 yards, without looking where you're going. It's distracted driving, huh? And, you know, you know that's what we do. You can see it, and you can tell when somebody's doing it because they're all over the place. And, uh, so it got me thinking, you know, uh, the distractions that we, we have in our life and how they pull us off our focus, right? You know, so if I'm, if I'm like texting, like the person in a lot or somebody that's driving on down Randall or something, if we're texting, we're not looking where we're going. We're distracted. So distracted driving is a great imagery for something we could call distracted living. If I am not paying attention to where I'm going, that's distracted living. Where are we going? What's our ultimate destination? It's heaven, obviously. It's holiness. It's, it's sanctity. It's to be saints. It's, uh, that's our destination. And, and, and how we live determines how we get there. Now, we can just stay focused on, on the goal 
I'm going to Jesus. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to, I'm trying to be holy. I'm trying to uh, have a good marriage. I'm trying to raise a good family. I'm trying to do good work. I'm trying to live out my vocation. That's my focus. I keep my eyes on it. Uh, that's good, but it's hard. There's so many distractions. Distracted living is part and parcel of our life. And, and it's not something that we should let go. It's like, how do I get refocused so I can pay attention, keep my eyes on the road instead of on my distractions so that I can be holy and I can be happy and so I can, I can do that for my family. Right. Now, some people say, well, that holiness of life, that undistracted life is, is impossible. No, it's not. We're just lazy. We just don't want to make the changes in our life that that requires. It's not impossible. It's totally doable. And we say, well, all right, some people say, well, I know it's possible, but it's not desirable. I don't want to, I don't want to be holy. I don't want to have to live that kind of life. I don't want to make those changes. Isn't it the same thing? But an undistracted life, a life of holiness, a life focused on, on the prize, Christ, heaven, uh, is possible and it is desirable. That's what we have to remember. What are the distractions that pull us off our focus? Our distractions could be our technology for sure. And, you know, if there's a thing on your iPhone, it's probably on Android too, uh, that at the end of the week it'll give you a It'll give you a summary, not a summary, but a, a total of how much time you spent each day on your screen. Do you, guys, do you have this set up on your phone? All right. How many here can say that the amount of time that they were on their phone per day was equal to the amount of time they spent praying or doing something good for their family or trying to uh, grow in your vocation or grow in holiness? I got my total this morning. It comes up on Sunday morning for me. I'm like, well, my screen time was up last week. Eee. And, you know, I was, I was just looking at something on my phone. Don't tell anybody this. All right, this is our secret. Uh, four hours a day last week. Four hours a day. Now, what is so important? Like, yeah, obviously, it, it counts for all your emails and, and uh, Instagram, uh, whatever. <laughs> all those really important things. That's distraction. Sometimes we're distracted by uh, things that, we're, that uh, we're angry about something. We're angry at somebody. We're angry at a situation. We're resentful towards our, our family or our spouse. Uh, that's a distraction. We're thinking about that and not about mercy or forgiveness or how to make that situation right, huh? Or how to surrender it to the Lord. You know, maybe our distraction is just something we want so bad and it's all we think about and we, we haven't surrendered it yet to the Lord or we're impatient with the Lord's response. That's a distraction. Maybe it's a sin, an addiction. Uh, maybe it's our possessions. 
We're just consumed by money and getting more stuff. What's, what are your distractions? I want you to think about that today. Especially as Lent's coming up. And you know I'm going to ask you to get rid of screens for Lent. All right? I want you to start thinking about that. So by the time Lent gets here, you're going to be totally ready to do it. What are your distractions? What keeps you from focusing on the road ahead of you, on the way, the truth, the life, because you're just so vexed? What, is, what does Paul say? See this thing with Paul in the reading today? Where it says, like, he, it sounds like he's dissing marriage. You know, a married woman is anxious, a married man is anxious. And he said, I'm not doing this to impose a restraint. I'm not saying don't get married. He says, I just want you to have a life without distraction without distraction. You can be married, you can have a family, you can have a job, but how do we have those things without the distractions that make them less fruitful, that make them a burden, that make them make our lives less joyful, that make us feel as though we can't live a life of holiness or that we don't want to live a life of This thing today in the gospel, this guy who's possessed, you know, there's three levels. Temptation, obsession, possession. Possession is that thing where you need the exorcist. Every diocese has one. Uh, obsession, that's somebody who it, you just can't get over an intractable sin. There's some negative spirit in their life that needs to get taken care of. Uh, temptation, that's, that's most, most of what we go through. The devil's at us. All right. Here's a guy. He represents us. This guy with his negative spirit. And he encounters the Lord. And the Lord has authority. What does, what does that mean? He's the author of. Authority means the author of. So the power to get rid of those negative things in our life, those distractions, is only through the authority of Jesus Christ. We have to claim that authority in our own life. I claim the authority of Christ over my marriage, over my family, over my possessions, over my, over my distractions, over everything in my life. And I pray to the Holy Spirit. This is your exercise. Pray to the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you those distractions, show you the wounds that you might not even be aware of that you carry that give rise to these intractable sins, these distractions, these things that make you feel as though you can't be holy or that you don't want to be holy. Pray to the Holy Spirit, show me these distractions in my life. Show me. And then when the Holy Spirit reveals these wounds and these sins and these, these things that need to be dealt with to you, then you say, Lord, I, uh, I uh, renounce these things. I surrender them to you, and I ask you to send these things to the foot of the cross for you to deal with as you will. You know, heal me. Jesus, heal me. Please heal me. Heal me of these things. You've got to do that. Claim the authority of Jesus. Send them to the foot of the cross. And participate by your offering those things up to the cross, you participate in, in, in Jesus' self-vivic action. So by giving Jesus all your distractions, by giving him everything in your life, you then create a life of holy moments that add up to a holy and happy life. Amen.